Well, hello. Hola. Hey, sister. I don't know why my mic is at the crazy. Oh, there you go. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, perfect. How you doing? How you doing, girlfriend? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. So, first revelation back for me. Let's get into it. I'm excited for this. So, you know, ever since we came back, we've been talking about, you know, all of the trash things that have been happening in the world from big Rona to big racism. Um, you know, it's just been a lot going on, but there are a lot of people, myself included, um, that have been able to kind of turn this bad time into a great time, Amen. you know? Um, before I, hey, Morgan, she said, hey, girlfriend. Hey, girlfriend. Um, hey, girl. Um, but before, you know, Rona happened and everything, shit was tough, okay? <laughs> like, shit was really tough. Um, I was kind of, like, at a crossroads and didn't really know what to do and was just, like, stressed about, like, money and work and all these other things all the time. Oh, man. And then them checks came. Oh, and boy, did they come. Come on, Oh, somebody. my gosh. See, now, the devil would like to tell you that money is not going to make you happy. Mm. But I'm here to tell you today. <laughs> okay? Hello? I'm here to prove the devil wrong. I'm here to tell you today that it does. Okay? And it's, it's not like, oh, okay, direct deposit. I'm happy. I am. I do be happy as hell when I see them direct deposits come in. I be mad as hell when they come in late, too. Hello? But... <laughs> okay but it's the things that money can provide it's the re it's having the resources to do all of the things that you have been wanting to do have been meaning to do get the things that you needed you know I went I was telling someone that I had gone without so many things for so long that when I started getting like a good amount of money coming in I felt bad for buying shit, mm -hmm. even though I needed it. Mm -hmm. But it's just, again, I had gone without for so long. I felt like, oh, like it was almost like a fear. And maybe it's like something deeper that we could talk about as far as finances and stuff. But it was just like, oh, I got this money. I got to hold on to it. Right. Right. Because you know? that's how we were taught. That's how we were brought up to just exactly. hold on to our money that, you know, you never know what what could happen and exactly. usually something always happens but when you get consistent right. it's almost like experiencing being a white man you privileged for a second exactly still don't know how that feel though oh mm, yeah not not all the way i'm not grateful i don't know how that feels but i'm just saying like that's it's almost it's almost similar to being white in america because it's like you had such an advantage or you you have this sort of consistency without effort you right know i mean that that's something yeah that, we have never experienced before you know so because yes, it's always taken so much fucking effort like, always all of the effort mm -hmm. to just get by mm -hmm. not even to like to and survive. that's i don't yeah like to survive like not to excel not to like go, go the distance beyond, right. right just to make it you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so now i find myself in a place where like I don't have to worry about like just making it anymore. Like I'm already here mm -hmm. and it's just great. Like uh, the other day I had to stop myself because I was like, damn, 
I'm kind of broke right now. But then I'm like, no, Erica, you're not broke because your savings. <laughs> Hello, somebody. Okay. That's your a blessing. savings That's is a blessing. on. Is is some shit. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm still getting used to the brace. Um, <laughs> it's just like I had. I've never saved this much money before. Yeah. I could. You know, I'm not driving that much. I'm not going up to you know murder capital of Atlanta, aka Lenox Mall. Um, so I'm you know I'm saving on gas. Gas is going down. Like just all of the things. And mm-hmm. so you know we have a lot that we can you know talk about and critique and really get into um but for a lot of people out here this has been a life-changing time and it's been a time where people have been able to really just get back on their feet right you know take care of a lot of things and so it's a lot of bad but it's a little bit of good out there and i I think sometimes it's good to just hone in on the good yeah, I was going to say, I, I don't even think that it is much bad. I think that, you know, the way that we looked at this first half of the year was very much so pessimistic. You know, it was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is going on and this is wrong and this is terrible in my life. But then when you really sit back and look at it, it's like you had all this time to really examine and evaluate what it right. is that is going right and why mm-hmm. why you're at peace despite all of the negativity in the world and um something i was actually talking to my sis about yet last night was um we were just talking about religion and we were talking about at a point where she was buddhist mm-hmm. and essentially like buddhism is you know it focuses on the energy that you put out into the world and what you receive and right. essentially that's all that we should focus on. It shouldn't be a focus on like what what can come to you because I mean in Christianity and Christian Christian beliefs it's like the devil, the enemy always trying to attack me mm-hmm. and da, 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 you know like that's the yeah. the main premise of of you know how you're supposed to walk in in good faith and the way Jesus and God and be God all those things which I'm not saying there's anything wrong with those principles. I'm just saying that we were taught for so long that we had to avoid this like demon when in actuality what we focus on is what we're putting out into the world so Mm -hmm. if you focus on the energy that you output you don't have to worry about what's coming towards you because you know that it's only going to be for your good so Mm -hmm. that's 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 truly what i've learned and i'm appreciative of in this time Mm -hmm. frame and like being able to like you said to not be so worried about how i'm gonna get by and how i'm gonna survive when simply surviving and existing is you know my birthright yeah and it's taken care of and it's taken care of amen you know i've been i've been able to just like let go and let god like so much easier because i be saying that i'm doing that and i be lying y'all still be worrying like it's hard it is hard it is (laughs) it's hard hard not to worry when you have shit to worry about you know what i'm saying people that are just like oh no worries be happy those are the people who already got it made you know what i'm saying right but it's like when you when shit is not there and you and you want to give it to God, you want to just be like, OK, <laughs> I'm going to just let I'm going to leave it alone. Mm-hmm. But it's still like that thing in the back of your head. that's like, oh, but what about this? What, what about, about that? What is what I what? <laughs> Don't get me started on here today. <laughs> what about what's best for me? Come on, somebody. <laughs> Yes, it's, it's more, more than you. <laughs> it's more than me. No matter where we uh, are, 
Uh-huh. We, we are, are a family. family. Yes. Come on. Come See, on. we young Chloe and Hallie out here. Honestly, um, truly. Honestly, <laughs> truly. Okay, because uh Samantha, she could take the high and I could take the low and vice versa. Period. We versatile. Period. We got the okay. range. Okay, period. Somebody try to y'all just get us some studio time. We'll That's all we need. That's all we need. Mixtape coming soon. Definitely by the end of the year. Exactly. We Right. All right. Um, <laughs> hey, girlfriends. Hey, girlfriends. How y'all doing? It's Sammy. And it's E. And we're back for another episode of Girlfriends Podcast. So happy that we're finally getting to groove of this every Wednesday, 5 p.m., 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'm so excited to be here with y'all yet again. Mm-hmm. So we're going to kick it off right how we always do with the WCW, E. Yes, yes, yes. So... Y'all know me. Y'all know my background is in marketing and PR and all that other stuff. So it's really dope to see a black woman in the business. You better be on your 15. To see a black woman in the business get her shine and have and get like the job. You know what I'm saying? Listen, the job. Okay. I'm talking about Bazama St. John. Um, she is she has just been appointed Netflix's chief marketing officer. She starts in August. And so, I mean, listen, again, at this time, I'm going to whisper it. You got to take advantage of white guilt, guys. Got okay. To. Because it's gotten me a I'm not saying. It's gotten me a, 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 okay. on a mailing, on mailing list, bitch. It's All right. Everywhere. Okay. Okay, so you know you gotta you gotta take advantage of it and and grasp it when when it's around because not say Bazoma is talented as hell. Okay, she is good at her job. She would not have had jobs at Endeavor and at Apple and at Uber if she was not that chick. Okay, if she was not good at what the hell she does. Mm -hmm. But you know, Netflix is not you know outside of diversity inclusion. Netflix does not have many people of color. Um, let alone any black people or not many, you know, in high executive level positions. So I am so excited about this. Um, I truly cannot wait to see, you know, what she's, what she can do there. And I think with Netflix, especially in, in jobs that, you know, require you to be a little bit more creative, you know what I'm saying? This is not, you know, Uber is cool, but this is like, you know, Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So to have that kind of, you know, authority, um, I would just, I can't wait to see the things that, you know, arms of Netflix, like strong back lead and, you know, things like that are going to, you know, be able to accomplish or, you know, even if they're going to be able to accomplish more with her at the helm. So I'm super excited. Congratulations. Congrats. And yeah, that's because that's a bag. Okay. A big, big bag. Okay. Period. I saw that's um, a plus our size sis. bag. Okay. That's Honestly. a big and tall bag. Okay. I saw That's, her good sis Jazz. Uh, what's her name on Twitter? I don't know. We both follow her though. She's who? tight. She work at Netflix. Um, she was like, "Oh, wow, J- my yeah. boss is black. My boss's boss is black. My boss's mm-hmm. boss's boss is black." Like that. That many people can say that in the corporate space. Yeah, and that's just beautiful. That and that that has to feel amazing. I've had my own situations with black women in the workplace, right. but that has to be amazing when you 
just have the, when you, the team around you looks like you mm-hmm. and it's support and everybody is supportive of each other and has each other's back. Like that's really dope. Cause for so long, white people, that's all white people have done in corporate America is have each other's back is look out for each in, other in, in life, not even just in, in life. Like yes. In life, no matter in what, life, they got period. each other's back. So I'm happy that we get to get in those positions where we can have our own back too. Say that. All right. Who you got, Samantha? All right. My WCW is Britt Bennett. She is bestseller, best-selling author. Um, she just actually uh, auctioned off a seven-figure deal with HBO as they won her novel, The Vanishing Half. Um, she had a 17 bidders pursuing this uh, novel to turn into a a limited series so hbo is now going to adapt that and develop it as a limited series they won and she came home with seven figures so that is freaking phenomenal i the reason i even came across it was because she retweeted it and said it's been a long time y'all and i'm just like amen because i can only imagine so uh they're gonna pay the seven figures for the book and the author will be credited as the executive producer of which uh, of, of these this limited series and um, just a little bit about the novel I haven't read it it's called the vanishing half um, but I've heard of it so so many times I just I should have read it already but neither here nor there we have time it's the novel focuses on the vine sisters they're identical twins who after growing up together in a small southern black community run away at age 16 and it's not just the shape of their daily lives that is different as adults. It's everything, their family, their communities, their racial identities. Ten, year la- ten years later, excuse me, one sister lives uh, with her black daughter in the same southern town she once tried to escape. The other passes for white, hiding her identity from her husband who knows nothing of her past. Even, wow. even separated by so many miles and just as many lies, the fates of the twins remain intertwined. What will happen to the next generation when their da- own daughter's storylines intersect? So... This was published, the novel was actually published um, recently on the 2nd of June. Uh, So this is not even like a new book, but it's already became um, a bestseller. So she's a Stanford U grad. Um, Her debut novel actually was The Mothers, which became Mm -hmm. a bestseller and is being uh, developed as a feature film now by Kerry Washington. So she's in the game of getting to the check and I love to see it. So shout out to... Miss Bennett, Britt Bennett, she uh, is doing a damn thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Shout I out need to her. add that to my list. I don't need to read that. Yeah, I, I want to read the the her debut, and then I'll def- yeah. I definitely want to he- read The Vanishing Half because yeah. that sounds really interesting. Like, and yeah. we, Didn't we talk about this on the last, or was that, I can't remember if we having too many conversations. I don't know if we <laughs> talked about it on the podcast, but we were talking about how, um, the share or the, this this black man passed as a white man to get through uh kkk and the police department i want to say we did talk about this on the episode yes but like that's yeah the that people be passing for white out here mm-hmm. yeah like i mean never mind see I the lord white. i got bitch you know i can't <laughs> okay but people, people the, be mistaken like you light skin like that don't mean shit i still that black mean shit. i don't even look indian i look black even if y'all like you remember that show that ice cube had it was on fx long ago um it was called black white where he took a black family and a white family and he switched them and put them in like all of this makeup and shit even if you put me in all of those all of that white people makeup you would still know that i'm black right 
there it's in the tone of my voice it's in the way that I carry my you know what I'm saying like we just have a way everybody does you know what I'm saying just like I could tell a white immediately immediately it's, it's called the, the spirit the spirit it's, the white spirit okay. we don't have okay I, I be feeling the spirit of Karen around me and it's, it's not good I, be, I don't mm. like it you, mm. you ain't mm. gotta pay me to be white I'm good I'm good okay I don't thank you at this point I, I i now a couple years ago you could have asked me that and i would have said hmm, would i be how much we talking man? right how much are we talking <laughs> now that was a couple years ago today this day and age it, you can pay me enough to be a white person because it's just like that sort of energy and spirit i can't explain it but i don't want it i don't want yeah. it it's a rare condition in this day and age reading the good news i don't know but when you said rare condition that's not what i said i didn't say you said yes you did it was in the middle of something else it was completely unrelated but when i heard you say it (laughs) that's what played in my head why we can never get we can never move forward we we are we are moving forward we're getting into what y'all on right now shout out to Britt bennett can't wait to read those books absolutely um so for what y'all on this week i have uh, young MA, you know, we've been getting familiar with title lately um, because we, we've switched over, um, you know, or honestly, I'm not going to tell a lie. Yeah. Apple Music is still there, so. but I have title there as well. <laughs> not, I don't feel bad no more, but not I have title, title now as well. As well. But title is like, I go to that first now. Same. I'm just, I'm still just in the process of like Moving carrying things over. over. Library, yeah, playlist. I understand. So and I still be wanting to see what they give me on my little weekly playlist. I can I go find them on title, and yeah, exactly. Apple Music just knows me a little bit better right now, mm-hmm. but title will know me better soon. Exactly. Um, but was listening to the City Girls, okay, and you know, title likes to just give you songs that fit that vibe, mm-hmm. and so they gave me a song by Young Ma called "Bad Bitch Anthem," mm-hmm. and. The beat is so simple, but the content, the content is there. The lyrical content is so relatable, so uplifting, so inspiring. You, you know, fool, I'm not a fool because, you know, I listen to City, I listen to City Girls and I get inspired. Okay. Really? Niggas don't deserve no pussy. Right. You're absolutely right. Okay. You're absolutely right. Yeah. This pussy does talk English you know chinese and french Japanese. euros dollars and yeah. yens okay yeah. I, I i can't deny it you know so i just love this type of music this up you know because we need them bad bitch type songs niggas have all these songs where they get to you know sit up here and fake and they and they fucking nissan you know yeah. listening to ashton martin music mm-hmm. and you know talk about all this other shit that they don't ever do but they can relate some way you know what i'm saying let us be able to, to relate to the stuff that makes us feel good that makes us happy i fuck with this song it's a cute bop I suggest y'all get into it. And from young MA, like that's how you know she's really appreciating the girls. The girls. Because she fuck with the girls. So yeah. I agree. I like the song too. Um it's it's a good vibe. Uh, young MA is actually really underrated in my opinion. Yes, she like, is criminally she, underrated. Criminally underrated is, is a better phrase. She has been giving us 
anthem and we and i was unsure i'm sure i said it on the podcast i was unsure after we got uh oh yeah after we got that i was like oh uh you know but then she gave us she she was but it it was like i thought that was it because it was such a like you know you one hit like that's yeah but i what i will say about the music industry now if you really you don't have to be a one hit wonder like if you, you capitalize off capitalize off of that one hit and you had the right people around you and a plan after that first hit you can go you can really get the fuck out of here you look at ot genesis he right. makes a song for beyonce to dance to every year and a half and OT it's genesis. a hit that was a surprise too. Not a really a surprise. No, that was a surprise. To, I didn't know what to think of OT Genesis, but to know and to see like Beyonce dance to your shit, bro. I definitely thought I'm in love with the Coco. I, th- I thought he was gonna be a one hit wonder. I didn't think I'm we were going through. <laughs> I said this sir, is, this young sir is rapping about cocaine. Okay, I don't think we're going past this. A lot of people rap about cocaine and they go past that, though. But they don't profess love, okay, <laughs> for the cocaine. They don't say, I'm not even saying, he said, he didn't say, I have love for the cocoa. He said, I'm, I'm in love, love with the cocoa. With the cocoa. That's true. So, that is true. I thought it was over after that. I said, oh, child, the white people are going to get a hold of this. And Karen and Billy Bob and them are going to be like, Chicago. Can't listen to this, Tim- Timothy Chalamet. What are you listening to, Mom? You're in love just, with the what? It's just the Cocoa Puffs. Cocoa by OT Genesis. <sighs> Next up on which I line, we have "Wash in the Blood" or excuse me, "Wash Us in the Blood." Kanye West oh. featuring Travis Scott. Oh, now that on there, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Um, so. The reason that I chose this song, honestly, I wasn't gonna, I haven't really been feeling super inspired by music. I've been mm-hmm. listening to a lot of electronic music actually, and that was gonna be my pick. But I had a moment with my mom in the car to this mm-hmm. song on the way to the airport, and I thought that was super tight because she was like, <laughs> who listened to it? She's like, you hear Kanye, like, but he rapping aggressively, wash us in the blood. <laughs> and my mom's like, Are they ta- is this gospel? Are they talking about Jesus? They talking about saying? Jesus is blood. He absolutely is. And I said, yes, mom. She said, does he have more song? Like, doesn't he have a project or something like this with the gospel? I said, yes, he has an entire project about, I mean, he's he's gone in the direction of um, gospel music, it seems, though it hasn't been categorized as that. She's like, she was just so impressed and so happy. And then next thing you know, she's dancing to Washes in the Blood. And I actually really like the song. Like, I think it's a good song. It's uplifting. And it's also like, it just fits the current energy that I have. And then the Travis, Travis Scott being on it is just an additional, like, thanks. You know, like, Travis Scott just sounds kind of good on anything. His, like, ad-libs, yeah. his yeah. demeanor, like, it just is good. It fits the record. Because um, mm-hmm. when I saw it initially, I was like, eh, I don't know about this. But it's a quick little three-minute song. Um, and like I said, for me, right now, I've just been in a very strange mood. So it's a timely record. And apparently, mm-hmm. my little bir- little birdies have told me um, that he's going to be dropping a lot soon, like back-to-back. So, oh, okay. yeah, let's get into some new Kanye soon. I'm, I'm assuming it's going to still be um, 
similar to washes in the blood gospel uplifting spiritual yeah. whatever you know kanye's bag is right now probably a lot of talking his shit too because you know the gab thing and you know him being just a boss him being a boss i'm, I'm proud of kanye i'm not gonna flex and somebody told me they were, somebody actually asked me this recently so like or they kind of like whispered kanye like should i say this are you fucking with kanye i'm like look i've never denied my love for kanye i just don't I don't agree with all of his choices. That's it. That's it. Yeah, That's I don't agree with anything as of late. But I had a moment last week where, you know, um, I, you know, did some herbs. And I, again, title, shuffle. And they shuffled me into some old Kanye. And I had a time. Okay. Yeah, like, I, and because I and just really. Thing. Go, go. Sorry, go ahead. No, I really used to love Kanye yeah, like so do. much. My like literally my favorite rapper. I have like I've said it before on the show. I have certain artists where like I would just go and buy their flat out buy their shit because I knew it was going to be good. Mm -hmm. And Kanye was that one of those artists for me. And so mm -hmm. I think for me, the past couple of years, it's just been a big disappointment. Appointment. You know what I'm saying? It's just been like, fuck, like, really, nigga? Because when you listen to the old shit, it's like, yeah, people grow. But when you listen to the old shit, you listen to new shit, or at least the shit up until he started, you know, going uh, gospel route. It was like, this well, is, this is the regress. Thing, the thing that I would like to say that I didn't mention is like, I have always, I've never denied my love for Kanye, though I don't agree with all of his decisions. Uh -huh. He mm -hmm. has never lied. Like, he's always been himself. He's always said exactly who he was from the beginning. Mm -hmm. Like, when you, when I, I guess in this frame of mind, I think what happened or what changed was us. Like, we grew and we re recognized, like, okay, these are my specific values that aren't of my parents or aren't of my mm -hmm. older sibling. You know, like, no influence. We were influenced coming up to be like, though Kanye is is was great you know what i mean at the time i guess what i'm saying is that we have finally come to come of age where it's like this is what i believe and so now mm -hmm. naturally i don't believe all these things and so that's why yeah. I, I can't necessarily but then it's just like where i've evolved at least within the last like year for real is that definitely since after tour like i probably won't like most of you as humans yeah that's also music. like yeah. i have to i you know we've had this conversation before i definitely separated i couldn't separate the two especially like with the r kelly or like you know oh I mean? I, like, i'll never be able to separate but, that but that's that's a whole nother level because r kelly is yeah. literally like talking about that it's like i can't listen yeah that's gross yeah but i'm just saying like for the most part though most of these artists you don't even michael jackson we don't ever we, we talked about michael jackson we talked about how great he is great he is Though he was never found guilty of those things in his present, the only reason I won't really discuss it, we don't discuss that though. H had had these people come forth prior to, well, they did, but like these children now, who are now grown and speaking on these things, we, we negate to even mention or even think or like, I guess, relate the, the human and the music when it comes to Michael Jackson. But like, I don't know. I just feel like all artists are humans and mm -hmm. who am I to judge, one? And then two, you know, I'm probably not going to agree with much of anything that you live or think, but I like your music. 
I mean, yeah, we're about to eat the rich anyway. I mean, so it really doesn't even. (laughs) Like, the people are about to revolt. Girl, people are not having it for rich people. Speaking of Kanye, his wife got on Twitter uh, talking about um, Young North's seventh birthday party. Um, And I guess they went out. I guess they own a ranch. Of course they own a ranch. I guess they own a ranch somewhere, probably out in Wyoming or some shit. Um, they have 14 Frisian horses on the ranch. I don't ranch. even know what a Frisian horse is. Apparently, it is a very expensive breed of horse. And they got 14 of them. And they have 14 of them, like close to like a half a million per horse type situation or more. That's excessive. And they have 14 of them. Um, Why? And yeah, and people, and people were literally just in the comments like right now. We right also now. should just like yeah, just like don't public like we know y'all rich. We don't need yeah, we, we we know you're rich, and and I know for them it's probably like, well, you know, I want to post, so I want to post, and you know, I get that it's to irrelevant. an extent, but also tone read deaf. the room, read, read the, the room. room. Very tone deaf. It's very tone Sorry, deaf. Y'all. Where it literally in the come on skirt. What is it? Come on. I it's like give, it. Oh, it's giving camo. Come on, is it? It's giving camera with the high slit. Yes, you know, I'm giving leg because also, bitch, a bitch works hard for her body. And I'm, let me, can I say that real quick before we get back to Cheyenne Kim? Go ahead. I'm so sick and tired of people policing anything in any woman's body because, Mm -hmm. like, I'm just, I'm irritated. I'm so irritated. I get this a lot. It's like, oh, it's always like a surprise factor. Like, no, bitch, I work really, really motherfucking hard exactly. to be here. So if exactly. you're not doing this, hand claps in the motherfucking comments, don't say shit about my ass being. Oh, you you said sliver of ass recently, which I appreciate it. I appreciate those comments. I'm not talking about that. But I'm talking no, about I'm... people who are like policing. Like, oh, yeah. here you go with your ass out, especially Negroes. Like men, do not t- don't comment on anything negative about me posting or showing my ass because I work really hard just like you work hard for your little chest your little abs and it's right. not a big deal as soon as well, y'all, y'all see show it off a leg it's like oh not the right yes. you know I was forward, watching that's what it's giving yeah. yeah, I was rewatching that episode of Rami last night real quick, oh, yeah. and uh, this girl she was talking. Uh, it was like first episode you went on a date with a Muslim girl finally, mm-hmm. and she was talking about you know she was like ready to get it in on the first day. And he was like, I didn't think that somebody like you would be into that. And she was just like, you have put me into this little Muslim box. And you just want me to be the mother of your kids, the wife, the person who cleans up after you. And you don't think of me as a person who like needs to come and it can be sexy and all of these other things that dudes, when they, you know, become friends with you or, you know, if you just known them for a long, they, time they put you in that box of like this is not or just even on a sexual tip sorry we're gonna go there tonight but like you know a lot of dudes will like you know you may say like oh I want you to do this or I want you to do that and they're like I don't want to do that to you like I don't want to treat you that way nigga I'm telling you that's what I want I am telling you I'm not even asking I'm telling you that's what I want I'm telling you this is a surefire way to get me off I know I like this (laughs) I like this I like this shit why would I just propose something I don't enjoy I'm not gonna tell exactly I'm not here to waste time I'm trying to get my nuts period off off (laughs) goodbye period okay (laughs) like girl you seen that little the video the girl no oh my god get hip she's my 
sis. She's selling lip gloss, y'all. She got a lip gloss business. That's Ooh. actually going to be my, once she gets her branding and everything, apparently mm-hmm. a pastor just invested in her. I can't remember the pastor's name. But yes, in Jesus' name. Of money to her business. So when sis gets her coins up and going, but it, it's a video. Shit. I, I love the I'm branding because all the girls, all the girls on the, uh, on the liturgical dance team, they could wear the lip gloss while they praise dance. And the she, she, she. Okay, I need to make sure y'all know who this girl is. Make sure y'all follow her at because all me and Yuzan do all day is send each other these videos. So I know I got to have it in here. Oh, we text each other too much. Oh, her name is Wilkerson 7035. Wilkerson okay. 7035. And I be saying goodbye period all the time because of her because she's hilarious. Um, Dope. And it's about her fucking lip gloss. I can't wait till the lip gloss come out, y'all. Okay. Anyways, we all right, we gotta we gotta keep it going. We gotta we what gotta keep it going. We going into the to the we next going into the shows and shit. We gonna do this real brief, like because you. you know we on time. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I've been watching a couple things this week. First up, um, I've been watching Taste the Nation with Padma Lakshmi. Uh, it's on Hulu. It's giving you know an Anthony Bourdain. It's giving you know. Um, just those types of cur- those travel shows, like uh, I, I forget, Man Eats Food or something like that. Those types of shows. Um, she's basically traveling across America and really exposing all of the different immigrant groups that make up this country and connecting us to them through food. You know what I'm saying? So she talks about, um, you know, for example, I really love she honestly, I love every episode. If I can get on here and talk about everyone, I probably would. All right, you know, but I can't do that right now. So I'm just gonna call out a couple. But she, you know, talked about German food and like the German community here in America and how I didn't know that there was one point where the German community was like they had to assimilate so much, you know, because they were at risk of, you know, being killed over here. I think this was like during the time of the Holocaust mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But it was easy for them to assimilate because they were white, you know, but they weren't able to speak their native tongue and right. things like that. But the foods that they have brought here to this country have literally been ingrained in the fiber of America. Like mm-hmm. you think of hot dogs and you think of baseball. Mm-hmm. No, that's sausages that's German Mm -hmm. you think of pretzels that's German you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying like all of those things um she went to South Carolina and talked to the Gullah Geechee people Mm -hmm. you know and really got into that history I if you are black you gotta watch that episode it's so good um the way that they rely on the land Mm -hmm. um you know to make certain things and especially and if you're any part Native American Mm because you know we love to claim it (laughs) (laughs) okay um I actually am though for real my great grandma (laughs) see here we go (laughs) no yeah you 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 can i mean you can really see it honestly in the skin really i think so honestly thank you this is just a little cherokee Cherokee. um you know this is a little cherokee but um no she goes to arizona and she you know meets with people in different tribes and that's a really eye-opening episode because you get it you really realize at the end of this that native americans were guinea pigs for how white people treated black people when they Mm -hmm. came over they stripped him them of their language Mm -hmm. their land their practices and wanted to Native Americans were here first. Indigenous people were here first. And then white people came along and wanted to put them on 40 acres of land. 
taking away all taking and they and they're living off of the land they're growing crops and stuff like that and that's i did not know the native american community has such high rates of obesity and diabetes and it's because these reservations they're living like off government scraps they damn near got efo extinct out here i'm talking about two percent less than two percent native american like that's why they be holding on so much to like yes you know keeping it in the family and and, like casino that that whole area like yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. For sure. That Sorry. episode right there, like I've never been the type of person to say like, oh, I want to do 23andMe or something like mm-hmm. that. I've always wanted to fit, you know, really just hone in mm-hmm. on, you know, where I come from. But I've mm-hmm. always been a little wary because I'm like, oh, I want y'all to have my DNA. <laughs> um, got DNA anyway, they probably right? already got that shit. I really am going to do it. But that really made me want to learn more about like where I come from. Sure. Um, but Either way, the show is really great. Padma, she is a wonderful host. She's so thoughtful. You know, she's one of those people that really is like so interested in learning about these cultures and the way that she connects with people just shows so well on, you know, on camera. Like you can tell there's sincerity behind it. Um, So y'all check that out. That's on Hulu, like the whole season. It just came out June 19th. Um, So yeah, check that out. Uh, On Netflix, I started watching The Politician. Again, a Ryan Murphy show, and you could tell a Ryan Murphy show. He be cranking out them shows, but he gives you a lot of representation. You know, he gives you a lot of quirky pop, you know, culture type references. Mm-hmm. He might give you a song or two. I hated the first season of this show. I won't lie, because the show is basically about a young man in high school who's running to be high school class president because he thinks that is the step that he has to take. Because in his mind, he's going to be president of the United States. He Mm -hmm. is a politician. You know what I'm saying? And so these like just super ambitious high schoolers going about this election as if it was 2020, you know, like if they were on a national stage. And I was getting annoyed because I was like, I can't relate. This is some rich people shit. Like y'all are taking this way too fucking seriously. (laughs) But but, um, the second season... They, you know, they're out of high school, they're grown up, and now they're running on, you know, a statewide campaign. So to see that growth is really cool. They have two of my favorite older white women in the second season of this show, Judith Light. If you've watched Ugly Betty before, she was Claire Mead. Okay, she was serving on Ugly Betty, and she's serving on the politician. And my good bitch, Bet motherfucking Midler. I love Bet Midler. I love Beach. Going with Bet. Girl, you know, Barbie, the Barb put me on to some things as a child. I love Ben Miller mm-hmm. so much, but she's in the season as well. Sickening. She's um, in a lot of she's been in a lot of things. Hey, okay, listen, you give me something with Ben Midler, Barbara Streisand. Oh, I'm going off. Let's go. Yeah, she's <laughs> been feuding with Donald Trump, it seems. Oh, yeah, she'd be popping off at the mouth. She said some wild shit on Twitter a couple years back, and I was real uh disappointed, Auntie Bet. But you know, she you know sometimes you you got to treat white people like kids sometimes like you know they mean well they just say dumb shit um but the main character ben uh right the main character ben platt or the guy who plays the character ben platt phenomenal vocalist i highly suggest like that's what i'm talking about in those like brief moments of you know musical stuff like Mm -hmm. ben platt could sing his ass off and it came out of no fucking where i was not expecting it at all but he got up in the first episode just watch the first episode of season one mm-hmm. he sings a song called river and he sings it 
down. And then he sings a couple more times all throughout season two. But he's like a Broadway star. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in a show. Oh, God. I forget the name of the show. Dear Evan Hansen or something like that, I want to say is the name. Um, and he like, that's what kind of made him or brought him to the forefront. And now he's doing uh, television on Netflix, but it's really dope. Gwyneth Paltrow being like typical LA type white woman, super rich, very vapid, but like low key in touch. It's weird, but it's good. The second season is far better than the first in my opinion. So I highly suggest y'all check that out. Lovely. I definitely will be checking both of those out. I was supposed to have gotten to the the initial, what is it called? Oh, yes, Taste, uh, Taste the Nation. Because, yeah, yes, Nation. I told you uh, she's uh, Indian and she had the Indian episode, which yeah. is really, really good. Yeah, you know I'm going to get into all of those things. Okay, what, what y'all on so we can keep it moving? I'm sorry. Um, Goldie. Goldie on Netflix. This is starring uh, Model Slick Woods. So I was kind of just interested to see you know how she would be on screen so this is her like film debut um and it is essentially about a, her being an entertainer she wants to be she's literally trying to pursue her dreams of being in a video girl um mm-hmm. and all while she's dealing with being in some quite unfortunate situation between her her family um and her two younger sisters her mom eventually uh, has some trouble with the law and then it's just on her to figure out what to do with the family and it kind of goes through that but it's a very um viceland produced this apparently and i guess they just a had it they i guess okay. they just had to do exactly that's why when so when you watch it and i, I said that in, intentionally because <laughs> when you watch it there's like this very cartoony effect it goes through kind of like these montages and not much like the acting that we did see from slick woods in my opinion, like I wanted to see more of her. Mm -hmm. Um, It wasn't really like, I don't know if acting is even her thing because just of what I saw, like it wasn't really that great. It wasn't a grand film. Like I'm like, oh, y'all got a distribution deal with Netflix. I'm thinking it's about to be like fire. Um, And it's not a bad movie. The concept is great, but it just seems like something maybe her and her friends wrote together. They pitched a device land and then it got to Netflix. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said, it's not a bad film. It's not a bad concept. It was it was it was good overall, but just like the edits and it it was very vice land um, for lack of better words. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. that is Goldie on Netflix. Y'all should I think it's it's still worth catching it. It's a short film. Might as well. Okay. Um, but yeah, Goldie, Slickwoods. I was talking. I was talking to somebody about that film. And they were like, "I'm not really a Slickwoods fan. I don't really like her look." I'm like, "I like Slickwoods." Shout out to Rihanna for giving her a shot. Um, right. Anyways, what is we sipping on this Sip, week? Sipping on some scissors. <laughs> um, we sipping on some bullshit this week. This shit crazy. All right. So first up, we have Pop Smoke album cover that was designed by Virgil of Off-White because ale- okay so let me go back allegedly um I won't even say allegedly I believe it um Pop Smoke wanted Virgil to design his cover art mm-hmm. um but because we can't hear that from him I'm going to say allegedly got it yeah. <laughs> um so Stephen Victor is, I'm assuming his man is Pop Smoke's manager, and as someone that's from New York, right? Let's let's start mm-hmm. there because I put the I also put the track list next to his face 
or next to the cover art rather mm-hmm. that Virgil designed. And if you look at it, I'm not sure if y'all can really read it, but it is a two, not one song, but two songs featured featuring Quavo. There's mm. a feature from Sway Lee. There's a feature from Lil Baby and the Baby, um, Roddy Rich, wow. uh, Tyga. Right. And so that's the point. My, that was my yeah. point. Exactly. Pop Smoke is a very New York ass like where he was rest his soul. He was a very New York ass nigga. Like that was they were bringing yeah. back Fivio Foreign and like or sorry if I mispronounced his name, but whatever. He got King Combs on here. He got 50 Cent on here. But like that's you literally have two songs with Quavo on it. That just doesn't make sense. So I wanted to start there with the, the track list. Um, apparently, Stephen Victor, his manager is the one who spoke on the fact that Pop Smoke wanted Virgil to design it. But let's just talk about how lackluster and how terrible this cover art is. It was just like he threw together Diamonds on Me Dancing. That No, what, what mixtape was that? That was with what Diamond, a time to be what alive. A time. It looks like that on top of like some like Game of Thrones, like sorcery, swordery, sword shit going on I at the bottom. I could have done 10,000 times better than this in my little Canva Pro account, okay? <sighs> There are so many people who redesigned the cover art, though, and they went crazy. I've seen, like, at least two or three designs that are, like, literally ten times better. But somebody said that this is all a marketing ploy that Stephen Victor and his people are using to, which is why, um, just to go back to the features, the reason why they probably have two songs with Quavo a song with, you know, Tyga and et cetera, because they're trying to sell the album um, or market the album. But then on top of that, they're saying that they're using or the theory is that they use a terrible cover art to start the same way that Sonic designed a terrible like mm-hmm. first trailer or whatever before they like redesigned the character and like marketed that was their marketing ploy or whatever. I don't know about all that. I feel like Vir- they gave Virgil the opportunity. He failed and they put it out there and now they're like, yeah. but that's a part of the marketing marketing thing. Like let the fans decide and mm-hmm. then they'll really support what they invested in. Type shit so who knows but okay. i know that this here is terrible it's terrible absolutely horrible like what is that it just does him no justice girl all right child the biggest sip of this week child <laughs> and it just happened yesterday so august alcina he released an album last week um, that I heard was about 27 tracks of positivity, which is, let me tell y'all something real quick. I don't have tracks? the attention span for none of that shit, okay? Give me that, a, I don't have the attention span for none of that shit. Right. Give me a solid 10 to 14 mm-hmm. with maybe an extra two on the deluxe, and I'm fine. Mm-hmm. All of these songs, and then they're going to start running together. And then y'all want to and whine all through the goddamn sauce. I don't have time. Anyway, that's neither here nor there because we're not talking about August Alcina's music. I wish we were talking at length about his music. We're talking about his business. So he <laughs> <laughs> he uh, sat down with Angela Yee, um, to which many people were surprised that she's a competent interviewer um, outside of the Breakfast, Breakfast mm-hmm. Club. I wish that um, she would speak up more and that she did not. I mean, honestly, all of them are kind of trash. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but she said he sat down with uh, Angela Yee, had an interview with her um, revolving around the album. But of course, Angela Yee, you know, she had to get dig up, dig up in the business a little bit. Um, okay. And 
So he basically confirmed that um, he said that he truly gave himself to someone. And, you know, we kind of deduce that that someone is Jada uh, Pinkett Smith. And then he talks about how he received Will's blessing to enter into what's allegedly what allegedly was a relationship with Jada. Um, at the same time, like he doesn't really disclose what the nature of that relationship is, but I just feel like if you're going to someone asking for their blessing, someone's husband right. asking for their blessing, then like Strange. that's weird. Anyway, um, you know, it got a. <laughs> He's saying, you know, he lo- it was actually very sincere. He, you know, yeah. there was a it was a part where he said, you know, I can die now knowing that I've loved someone the way in that way and that really touched me but that also just you know made me kind of sad because i'm like damn jada what the fuck did you do to this boy exactly okay what that the hell did you more do so to where him? i was at because i'm like and, it, and I, this is something that i saw on the internet though it's not our business um i will it's reiterate absolutely. that it's absolutely not our business i really don't care that much i just we just had to talk about it because this is what's going on either yeah. nor there someone said and i know that the, the they felt like he was taken advantage of because she knew what sort of position he was in mentally, emotionally. And she then stepped in and, and, and like tried to heal him, you know, which it seems like Jada is, that's her, you know, what she does. Right. right. So (laughs) it's at an attempt to heal him, but also involve herself with this gentleman who is clearly was clearly not whole they feel like he was taken advantage of. And I, and I, you know, I can't disagree with that, but I also, you know, feel like August Alcina has grown. And <laughs> I mean, even just the, the sheer idea that he was around there, like he's close to their entire family. It's not just, yeah, it's her that, kids. Like that's the other part of that it. That was like, the thing. I just, mm-hmm. yeah. It's but like, ain't no telling what else they done seen because clearly true. if it's just, if, if it's like, come on. Now a clip yeah. is surfacing, <laughs> it has resurfaced of Will getting a massage by a man talking about a man can only uh, please and knows what a man wants. Or Let me tell like y'all that. something. Only a man y'all, knows what a man wants. <laughs> Will Smith, something in my spirit, deep in it, deep in my spirit, mm-hmm. tells me that Will Smith is a hoe. Now mm-hmm. I'm going to say allegedly just because I'm legally obligated to do so. However, you can't tell me that Will Smith is not out here fucking hoes. Like, no, but both of them are. That's my whole. Both point. of them but are. This wasn't, both this of them wasn't are hoes. This particular yeah. clip was about him being yeah. a man, which is yeah. why that was like a strange. Like, <laughs> it's not this strange point, though. That's how I'm like. It's, it's not. Yeah, this. they said this. They've told y'all time and time again. Apparently, Will Smith's people said that it ain't. This isn't. And true. Jada's people said it's true. And so, I but oh, I just wait, feel said like that it is true. I it's not. She it said it's true. her people said it's untrue. Will's people said it's untrue. But I just feel like, you know, of course, y'all are going to say it's untrue. He sat up there. And, and that's the thing is, you know, unfortunately, when you get in these types of, you know, polyamorous esque situations, you are not only telling just your, <laughs> you're not only just <laughs> telling your business, but you're telling everybody else's business as well. So, um, I, NDA. I'm so confused. Yeah. That, 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 I don't know. Maybe the they NDA thought because he was famous fire? too, that he no, would, you know, not I don't care about that. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I just feel like, um, 
you know, they're probably saying that it's untrue because their business was put out and it wasn't on their terms. I mean, right, Jada exactly. on Red, uh, there's a clip of Jada on Red Table Talk talking about, I don't care if you on one end of that joker with somebody else and I'm on the other end of this joker with somebody I else. We're going to be in this joker together. I, I love it. when old people say joker. It's joker like, really, is the, like, honestly, truly, I love my favorite. I love it. And let me not call Jada old because she's not old. She looks amazing. She's older. Yeah. But I don't, yeah. I just love Her when they generation. say Joker. Yeah, I love, I love it when that generation says Joker. It's just really warms my spirit. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, honestly, we were invited into people's business yet again. And um, now we're being told, I don't want to say now we're being told to move on. But it's just like, this is the thing about celebrities that gets on my nerves. Do not invite me into your business. And then try to put a damper on things when everybody has something to say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You invited me here. You and in, you welcomed me into your you business. You welcomed me into your business, and now I'm here, and I want to know more. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, all the best to them. God bless. Um, God bless. Uh, but this is really tame for Hollywood. That's the thing. Like, this is going to blow over because this is not even the worst, the second, third, fourth, or fifth worst thing that could ever happen in Hollywood. I'm sure it's way, you know, and this is not even a bad thing. Like, people, there are people who are have open marriages and are polyamorous, polyamorous and stuff. Different strokes for different folks. I think August Alcina just realized that it's almost like Lawrence and Condola. Mm-hmm. Condola was playing with Lawrence, mm-hmm. you know, and once Lawrence realized it, he he moved the fuck on, mm-hmm. you know. I think I think Jada was playing with you, August, but you fell in love. And I he understand. fell in love. He he I he said I was the first. He could leave this earth today, okay? And be fine because he gave his all to some that's strong someone. that's strong that's strong and i pray that he finds that type of love again in somebody else listen i, I really seen that we can cut that hair somebody that's gonna give that back to him we can cut that hair and you know get you a new wardrobe and you can call, call me because yeah. i've seen it is cute okay he is I, cute and, and, and i like off, his little that's accent legendary. That, that's legendary that you fucked with jada pinkett smith okay okay legendary so shout out to august yeah. alcina um go off Go mm-hmm. off. You got a, a small business that you want to small, excuse me, black owned, women owned business that you would like to support and speak about this episode. Since? I actually do not this oh, week. Well, great. I That's do fine. not. That's fine. I have two for you then this week. Oh, wonderful. Yay. Okay, yes. so one I found on Twitter, thanks to my girl Mara Chance. I hope I pronounced her last name right. Uh, she retweeted or like commented on something and it was Whipped Cosmetics. I want to make sure mm-hmm. I spell it for y'all. It's W-H-I-P-P-D Cosmetics. And they have this line of like neutral. Um, it's called Compliment Your Collection, the Cocoa Collection. It's oh. six creamy new glosses made to complement your complexion. And they're all so beautiful. Mm-hmm. So you can buy the entire. Oh, they- they- everything sold out. Damn. When did it even go? I love it. Sale? Jesus, because I was about to get mine's right now. I'm like, damn, I, I, damn. I can't remember when she opened it up, but um, neither here nor there. It's called Whip. So hopefully um, they'll be back in action. It's a black owned woman owned business that you all should support. Speaking of, I have another one who's a good girlfriend of ours. Love her dearly. Um, this this one is real special and near to dear to my near and dear to my heart because I share this same passion and love that my sister Jasmine has for her company and now business Thrifty Nickel. Yes. Um so Thrifty Nickel 
is a online vintage shop and I actually was able to purchase two pieces from her um like this like blue button down dress and then like a I don't want to call it a chiffon but like a sheer green number button down shirt Mm -hmm. real cute really cute and she has um a lot of different pieces from accessories to clothing that you can shop with and like Mm -hmm. I said we share the love of thrifting we actually used to thrift in high school all the time together Um, so just to see her continuing to do that and now profit from it, I think is amazing. I've been telling her to do That's it for beautiful. years. So to see it come yeah. to, into fruition is just beautiful. Yeah. So shop through on Instagram, I believe. Hold on, let yes. me make sure I give Jasmine y'all. girl, if y'all could see now, here's the thing. The, the, the fat girls, they don't be thrifting that much because we don't really be giving up our clothes like that. We like, you know, we like to, first of all, if it's like some forever 21 shit, you're not going to give that up to be thrifted. And if it's some quality shit, you're going to hold on to it because it's quality. But girl, if you ever f- come across something in the thrift store for La Fats. La Fats, I love know. it. First off, she does have a support. variation of sizes. Um, I feel like coming soon, she, she has more, um, sizes coming soon i feel cool but they're, i'm ready yeah because the two pieces i got i'm not even gonna flex like are a bit um tight um around my bust area but i feel like i can still kind of work around